This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. It is Dukes and Bell. We're going to give you a chance to uh, do something special for mom, man. Stay tuned. We're giving away that uh, Mother's Day package. It's a Mother's Day giveaway, courtesy of 92.9 The Game and Dukes and Bell. $200 spa, Seidel or Sidel uh, gift card, $250 Buckhead Restaurant Life Group card, gift card. It's a great gift, guys, and mom will be very happy. So stay tuned. We'll give you an opportunity to do that. Right now, let's talk to Jason Longshore, analyst for our Atlanta United. And, Jason, um, this is becoming the norm, and I'm talking about teams scoring off of set pieces. I want to start there because what do you think is going on with our club and not defending these set pieces as well as we should? It's it's about half and half in the goals you've conceded this season that are coming off of set pieces. Uh, the the goal that you gave up on an attacking set piece um, in the three three draw against Montreal is kind of the outlier. After that, it's fifty fifty, and it, it's it's going to be a challenge. One thing structurally, because this is a team that is not built on signing tall guys, on signing height, on signing guys who excel in set pieces. This is a team that is based on winning through the run of play and winning in those situations. So you've got a lot of smaller guys. The height conversation, it's a real one. But you have to find a way to navigate that. One, you've got to not give up cheap set pieces. That's number one. You've got to not give up a lot of crossing situations in general because even when you go back to goals that were from the run of play, crosses have been difficult. I think the other thing on set pieces, a lot of it comes down to you can argue man-to-man, you can argue zonal, you can argue all that. It's going to be hard to be man-to-man purely with the the size advantages that teams will have against you. But there's a mentality to it. There's a a fight to it. And when you lose some guys like Brad Gazan and Osvaldo Alonso, somebody's got to step up and and kind of be that dog in in the, the 18 in these areas. And I don't know really who that is at the moment that just doesn't allow these things to happen. I think Franco Ibarra as a 21 year old gave you a a lot of that fight that was needed, but he's one guy. It just seems as Jason Longshore joins us guys at Longshoe. I was joking around on Twitter, like the gloves are off when Longshoe joins us. What's up with United? No, it just, it seems like we've got everything but the finish. You know what I mean? It, I, I, start, I hate to sound crass, but there's a hell of a lot of foreplay, but there's no finish here with this team. I mean, and, and Marino, it seems like with Marino, it's sometimes it, there's an in sync and sometimes it's it's not in sync. And sometimes it's, I, I don't, I know I, I ask you every week about, uh, you know, Araujo and the flow. So why why isn't everybody able to get it on the, at least to the goal and then let's get the shot? Why, why are we not coming up with the finish? 
You, yeah, you're getting everything before that. I mean, you come into this game in Montreal, and they're second in shots over the last four games in the league out of 28 teams. They're 24th in two goals out of those games. They're fourth in the expected goals, measuring the quality of chances. They're third in the chances created. All those things, they're getting that. One reason you're not scoring goals is you don't have your starting number nine on the pitch, and that's that's just reality. It's not fun, but it, it's real. Araujo, you got to get him games. Um, this was the first time that Araujo, Moreno, and Almada started together. First time all year. Mm. Um, it shows, you know. It, it's that little extra second that when you're Marcelino Moreno, for example, and you're on one of his trademark dribbling runs, and you're you're leaving defenders behind you. Where's Araujo going to be? What run is he going to make? I haven't played with him this season. Where's he going to be? Or I haven't played, I haven't started with him. Where's he going to be? You have to get your head up. You lose that extra second of the instinct that you need, whether it's Moreno, whether it's Almada. It, it's stuff that I thought Araujo didn't play well in, in this game. He's got to play. You know, he's got to knock the rust off. you got to play him in these moments. But he struggled. I thought Moreno and Almada were both really good in this game and both tested Sebastian Breza, both forced big saves. Uh, Moreno, I, I thought, created a couple chances, as did Almada. It, it's just you need that number nine that scares defenses. You don't have that right now. So you got to find a different way to do it. That can be Moreno. That can be Araujo. you got to get Araujo going again. you just got to get him playing. you got to get him going. Who did play well? I mean, you know, we, we always look at the end result, but who did play well for us in this match? Well, that's what's interesting, Carl, is uh, it, it really the, the reverse is the question. Who played badly? There's not a lot of that. You know, when you look at this game, and and I know the result is what hangs over your head, and this is the story for Atlanta United over the last month, honestly. It's, okay, who played bad? There's not an easy answer to that because run of play over this game, Atlanta United was a better team. You can ask anybody who watched it. You can ask anybody worldwide, any of the, the pundits around Montreal people, they're like, man, we're getting played off the park here because Atlanta was the better team. Montreal had eight shots out of their 15 off a set-piece situations. Six of those were in kind of two flurries of shots, the one that led to the second goal that Atlanta wasn't able to clear and a first-half one where Bobby Shuttleworth made a big save. Outside of that, Montreal didn't do a lot in this game. One reason why is they got a goal in the fourth minute off a set-piece. So they're able to play a lot more safely. But I thought Almada, I thought Moreno, both were very good. I thought Franco Ibarra and Mateus Hosechu in the midfield, along with Moreno and Almada, it became a four-man midfield at times, completely played Montreal's midfield off the park. I thought the pressure up high was very good, and that one was one area where Araujo played well. I thought you saw Kamal Miller make turnovers. You saw Sebastian Breza give the ball away consistently under pressure. But those things get lost when the result doesn't go your way. And that's the challenge for Gonzalo Pineda and his coaching staff this week because when, when you're on a run like this, and it's, it's a kind of unique run where you're playing well and not getting results to show for it, it's very easy to get down. It's very easy to get frustrated. It's very easy to then maybe try too hard in situations, try to do too much in situations. Gonzalo Pineda and his coaching staff have to keep pushing this group to get better in the moments they need to improve, crossing, set-piece defending, for sure, crossing, defending. They need to get better in those. But you also don't want to take away from what is going well. You've got to find more ways to create chances. 
and find somebody to get hot up top. Hopefully that's Ronaldo Cisneros. Mm-hmm. Don Dwyer hasn't been available. Hopefully it's Cisneros. Hopefully it can be Araujo. But you have to keep pushing on that regard. Cisneros had that goal in traffic uh, against, uh, what, uh, down in Miami. And by the way, that's two matches in a row. Mm-hmm. Same th- you, everything you said about Montreal can be applied to the to the inter- inter-Miami match. It's the we, same we, thing, yeah. Put two games on the road where it's the same story. It's you, you outplay the opposition, you get nothing to show for it. Jason Longshore is with us, guys. More on the NFL Draft, the winners and losers. And we're winners, by the way, with the Falcons on draft day coming up at the top of the hour. Talking about United. Well, the good news, Carl, is we're playing Chicago. And by all metrics, they suck. They've only scored six goals. So can we get things back on track at the Benz this weekend? They should, and that's the thing, honestly, that's been the the story here as we've been talking about it. You know, Atlanta's been the better team for the past month and and just haven't had the goals to show for it, so ultimately you got to do that. What they've got to do against a team like Chicago is get an early goal and maintain control of the game. Don't give up the cheap set pieces where they're not needed. Maintain control, but don't make it harder on yourself to concede early. That was the biggest difference here is all the work that you put in on the week to control the game, even in the game, all the work you put in. When Montreal's got that goal in their back pocket, it's easy for them to not take as many chances trying to play out of the back and just give away possession because they've got the lead. They can conserve some energy at times. You don't need to make it harder for yourself. So a lot of it, too, I think is going to be how this team starts and how the crowd reacts. I hope it is a, a situation where Montreal got a big boost from a great crowd at the Stud Saputo, and I hope that Atlanta gets a big boost from the crowd at the Benz on Saturday because this group of players need it. They've been fighting and not getting anything to show for it. Where's your confidence level right now with this team and things that you're talking about, Jason, and how soon they can get better? You know, that's the thing. Is like It can turn very fast if you get a couple goals on the board. That's all it takes right now, honestly, because when we're talking about individual mistakes and all that, it gets magnified when you're not scoring goals. So it doesn't take a change to the way the team's playing. It doesn't take a massive change in the personnel. It, it One, it does take getting some continuity on the field. The injuries have made it very hard for Gonzalo Pineda to field a, a back-to-back same starting lineup. He hasn't been able to do that all year. You know, that, that's a huge element here. you got to get some consistency. Ultimately, you get goals. We're having a completely different conversation about this, and the chances are there. The quality of the chances is there. The goals are not there. And then when that comes, we're having a different conversation about this team. All right, man. No Joseph, but as we said, uh, Arujo, Moreno, you just laid it out. Cisneros, Salmada, these guys got to get the chemistry. It's just frustrating, Jason. I think we, you know, a lot of United yeah. guys, are, guys are hitting us up while we're talking on the text line and saying, look, they, to Jason's point, they've not been that bad. But, I mean, an L is an L is an L. I mean, we just don't want to find ourselves, you know, where it's in the middle of the summer and now we've got to crawl ourselves back into the playoff. Huh? <laughs> that's that's the, the dynamic here is you can't get – you, you can't blow things up when you're playing well and the results aren't coming because there's no guarantee you do something different and you play better and the results come. You've got to believe in, in what's been built and you've got to believe in this coaching staff. And I think in this situation, because Gonzalo Pineda has been there as an assistant in Seattle, you got to remember they've been the, the masters of slow starts and great finishes and getting to MLS Cups. This is a, a league that you got to finish strong. You've got to build all year to finish strong. And he's been there and done that. So he brings that personality and that experience to Atlanta. And it's going to be needed right now. 
baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up, and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app.